0: Hey, welcome to All Things Food Podcast. I am your host, Peter Kim, as usual. Uh, Welcome back. Um, It is good to be back recording. It's been actually about four to six weeks since I've done this. Um, So it's good to just be back in front of camera. Got some thoughts. Gonna pump out a few episodes tonight and next week. And that'll keep me good for a couple of months, at least, I think. Uh, Right before I started recording, I just realized I was going to do something else. One was, okay, check there, and then I'm just on my Google Drive here. What was I going to do? Ah, that's right. I need to bring up my script for the end because I always forget uh, how to end end the episode. Uh, There we go. Okay, good. I'm back. Anyway, so welcome back to All Things Food Podcast. Uh, Today's episode uh your guide to instant ramen, your guide to instant ramen. Um, today I'm going to guide you through some of the instant ramen available in the United States. This is, you know, an impossible task because there's just so much uh, variety out there. Um, and when I say available in the United States, I'm saying like, you know, that you can order through Amazon or that you can get at Costco or even your local Japanese market. So, it it almost is kind of like the your guide through instant ramen, period, because at this point, instant ramen is pretty dang international. Um, as always, and I wanted to make sure I put this disclaimer in, uh, and maybe I will do this in the future as well. As always, the following episode is based on my opinion. It is entirely subjective. At the end of the day, eat what you want, because... It's your freaking life, it's your stomach, it's your health, it's your taste buds. Um, you know, but I feel strongly about this. This is why I'm making a podcast. And people who, I realize, you know, I, I keep forgetting that there are people who don't have my cultural experience. My uh, Other people who don't have, you know, preferences or memories, experiences with different foods. So... Um, you know this episode would be for them. If you know that you really love this one type of ramen, live your life and enjoy it. I mean, my goal is not to change your mind. Um, my goal is to help educate people who have no opinion on this or who have no experience, and also just to share my passion um, to what I think is good, what I enjoy. So, you know, I think that's enough of a disclaimer. That's like a one-minute-long disclaimer. Eat what you want. This is my opinion. Um, there are foodies that I respect. I respect their opinion, and like on, you know, most things, on the majority of things, I might agree with them on stuff. Um, and then for one particular food, like we'll have completely different opinions on. And I'll be like, wait, what? But you're you're one of the good guys. You know, you you care about food. You like food. You know about food. Um, how come we have such different opinions on this and that's just the way it goes i mean that's that's just life and it just goes to show how subjective food is so your guide to instant ramen i am going to cover four types of ramen today uh that i will suggest or describe and because i do no prep for this i i'm minimal i have a little outline but I haven't looked up any of the images. I don't know what images I'm going to use to, to you know, in my video podcast to kind of overlay either here or here or here. Um, I don't know what images I'm going to find. But I have a general idea. Um, why did I say that? Why did I mention that? I don't know. It's just subjective, whatever. I'm going to be typing in. Oh, the reason why I mentioned that is because I'll be typing in the ramen as I talk about them so I can like help jog my memory Uh, one other thing before we get started Um, I wanted a shout out to the people who are subscribing to me and who are following me on iTunes uh, and SoundCloud Uh, want to give a shout out to my friend Dave who has always been so encouraging Um, he found it all by himself uh, because I forgot to I forget to tell him that I had started it finally Uh, so shout out to him uh, and I'm on my SoundCloud accounts. SoundCloud, SoundCloud. My username is All Things Food Podcast. Go figure. Uh, thank you to Natalie Morris, who recently uh, liked a bunch of stuff, as well as Martha Benely. uh Nellie Woodward. Thank you very much, Yolanda Liller, and uh, Lamarck. I think it's because I follow. No, wait, no. Yeah, they just followed me. So create. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Dohas Records, Dorothy Mendoza. Um, I think those are the most recent people who have started to to follow me on SoundCloud. Um, Check me out on YouTube. Give me a like. Leave comments on my YouTube videos. That would help me out a lot. Uh, More contact information will be in the show notes in my uh, SoundCloud stuff and my um, YouTube video because this is recorded on YouTube because why not I have the equipment I have the, the the technical skills to pull this off so you know why not put it on video okay that's enough of that so let's get started you're got hit instant ramen four different types of ramen um, but there are two types that I'm not gonna mention beyond just saying don't eat these things or or I'm just it's not part of the ranking system okay um, the first type of ramen that I am not going to talk about is the Americanized ramen. I'm st- I'm specifically talking about Maruchan and the like. The stuff that you'll get at Jewel or Kroger's, I think, if you're in the East Coast or, you know, whatever the heck West Coast people have. I, I don't... I, that's like not even on my radar for ramen. You know, like, ch- you know, like chicken noodle soup ramen or... What do they have? Do they have vegan ramen or do they have... They had something else. They had like a, one of my co-workers, They had some ramen whose flavor was just something atrocious, and I was like, you know what? I I I can't even process. I can't I can't process that. Uh, some people might say, okay, well, maruchan, that's that's Asian. That's from you know. Why are you being so biased? But it, it's so Americanized that even if it has its origins in in you know in Asia. You know, okay. Lime. Oh, yeah, this was it. This was it. Lime chili flavor with shrimp. Damn you. God damn it. That's not ramen. Like that's that's like, okay, that's instant noodles, but that's not ramen. So don't call it ramen. Call it instant noodles. But don't don't call it ramen. It's not ramen. I mean, for my consideration, I mean, if if you think you're connecting with the Asian brothers and sisters by eating Lime chili flavor with shrimp instant noodles. Then you are wrong. You are incorrect. You are wrong. I just said that food is subjective, except for this. This is objectively. You are objectively wrong if you consider Maruchan Lily uh, Lime flavor, lime chili flavor with shrimp. If you consider that ramen, you are wrong. That's that's wrong. It's not ramen. So, you know, people give me. I hate it when people say that it's Chicago pizza is not pizza. And I'm like, well, who cares what you call it? For this, I care. I care if you call that kind of crap ramen. So um, that's, just don't eat it. Just don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. What? Go to Amazon, and there's plenty of good ramen that you can buy. Just don't eat Ranuchan stuff. stuff. It, it hurts me. It, I almost have a, a genuine physical reaction when I see uh, people eating that crap. So... Uh, Skylar and Miguel, I'm talking to you. I don't think you listen to this podcast, but damn it, stop eating that crap. Okay, so I'm not even going to talk about that. Uh, the other type of ramen that I'm not going to talk about in this little uh, podcast is fresh noodle ramen. the kind of stuff that you can get at the Japanese market Um or at any most Asian, a lot of Asian markets. If you are close enough to an Asian market where you can get fresh noodle ramen, where it's like, you know, it's in the refrigerated section and uh, the noodles are malleable and they're, you know, hydrated, um, this podcast is not for you because, I mean, if you really want ramen, that's gonna be probably really good. I actually have never really had ramen, uh, like fresh, you know, quote unquote, fresh ramen. But I would imagine that that's pretty solid. So uh, you know, live long and prosper, enjoy that stuff. But I'm I'm i want to talk about specifically instant ramen that is like dehydrated noodles, you know, in in a, a a plastic you know closed packaging, no clear fancy packaging, not in the refrigerated section. You can buy them by the box. This is the kind of ramen that I'm talking about, and. You know, I it's it's it is weird to me. It is still strange to me. I'm I'm old enough to remember a time when, you know, instant noodles was not a big thing, uh, and so it's just it's just funny for me to see people enjoying instant noodles. Um, I know it's been around for decades. You know, from like I think it was like post World War II. Uh, what's what's his name? Ando something. Was it Ando Momofuku or am I just Copying from David Chang's uh, influence. Um, I know it's been around for decades, but it wasn't really popular from my understanding. I mean, just from my life experience from like until like the, the 90s uh, is when I, I first started hearing about it. Uh, I could be wrong because, like I said before, I don't do research for this podcast. I'm just sharing my my opinions. But um, it's just weird for me to see, you know, people talking about ramen, especially like real ramen, like, you know, in, in a restaurant ramen is so popular but it's still so weird for me to see that um for for people to enjoy ramen and that will actually be a future episode is the best ramen in chicago because i love ramen i i I, it's it is i would say top five or top seven foods of my life um not top two definitely not top three probably like top five, like number five or number five, six, or seven. It's probably around there uh, in terms of uh, my favorite food. So I really love ramen, and it pisses me off when I find bad ramen. When they call this ramen, when they call something ramen and it sucks, then it pisses me off. It it, it pisses me off is not true. It, it does bother me, though. It really does bother me when when I've tasted what ramen could be, and then I taste this, like, crappy imitation even like at a restaurant um so that will be a future episode um but the good news is that you can get good ramen at home like good instant ramen and that's why i'm doing this podcast i'm doing this podcast because i walked on the aisle at jewel at mariano's and i see these 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 rows of crap parading themselves as ramen and i see my my, my friends and coworkers being somewhat satisfied by this garbage and I'm like there's so much more there's so much there's so many better options for you than this garbage so um I would love it if someone from Maruchan contacted me and was like you're an idiot and please try our ramen I would love to do that but I'm just saying it's crap all right um let's do it let's get into it finally okay so these are all I'm not going to rank them Except for the last one, the last one I'm going to recommend, but I'm not like I'm not doing like a, I'm not doing like a rating system. I'm not doing like a number one, number two, number three. We're already like 12 minutes into this podcast, and I haven't even mentioned one of them. So let's just get started, okay? These are all good, fine ramens that I would suggest. I'm going to go and describe each one, um, maybe share some of my personal experiences because again, food is personal, and. You know, t- do with it what you will with this information, but these are all fine, fine choices for ramen. Um, yeah, so let's get started. First one, um, the first two are Korean ramens, and it's kind of hypocritical on my part for, for me to be bothered by maruchan, lime chili with whatever I forgot flavor with shrimp. And yet, my first two suggestions are actually Korean ramyun, Ramyeon, okay, ramyeon. Not ramyeon. It's ramyeon. Um, it's not ramen, but it's pretty dang good. And um, in terms of the the in the world of instant of instant noodles, it's ramyeon. So it's not ramen, but it's close enough. First one is Shin Ramen, and Shin Ramen is by far the most popular instant noodle, instant ramen that you're gonna find at certainly any Korean mart market, uh, and it's it's kind of gained a, a kind of a niche following in America for its ultra spicy, um, ultra spicy flavor. But just the regular fi- is fine. They also have a Shin Ramyun Black, which supposedly has more beef, you know, seasoning. So it's supposed to be it's supposed to bring a, a more intense, savory, beefy flavor. Um, and then, as I just previously mentioned, there's like the ultra spicy Shin Ramyun. Let me look that up. Shin Ramyun uh, spicy. I think it's buldak. I could be wrong. It is uh buldak bokkeumyeon okay buldak Pokumyan is supposed to be the uh is that it i don't know i just looked up shin ramen spicy um yeah i could have sworn there was like an ultra spicy version um but anyway you know it's a very popular uh instant ramen and it's good it's tasty um, it's known for being spicy, so if you're gonna go for Shin Ramyun, it's gonna be really spicy. They they pride themselves; it's the, their shtick. Their 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 defining characteristic is spiciness. So if you want really spicy ramen, and again I'm gonna say Ramyun because it's that's it's a it's a distinctly Korean noodle dish. Um, go for Shin Ramyun. I've eaten it many times. Um, it's very popular in Korea. And um, you know it's it is what it is. It's not my favorite. It's the, my least favorite. I'm actually going in order of preference. Okay, so that's number four. Um, it, I I don't ever see myself buying Shin Ramyun actually, uh, but it's just really popular, and I don't think it's bad by any means. It's just not something that I particularly enjoy. Next one I do enjoy. The next one is called Jin Ramyun. Jin Ramyun. So Shin Ramyun is known for its black packaging. Um, that you'll find at a at a mart, and you can pretty much find this. I think I might have even fi- uh, seen this at Costco. I could be wrong, but it's you know Shin is pretty dang popular. Um, Jin Ramyun, it's at, definitely at Asian markets. and certainly at any Korean market, you will find Jin but uh, you may you will definitely not find it at Costco. I'll be very very shocked. Um, Jin is known for its yellow packaging. Shin Ramyun has black packaging. Jin Ramyun has uh, yellow packaging and it has a mild and spicy flavor. And I usually just go for the spicy because I'm Korean, American. And I like spicy-ish stuff. It's not over. The thing is like Shin Ramyun is just bam, 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 like hitting you with spice, 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 right? And, and, And it just, it's kind of an assault. On your taste buds, Jin Nam-myun's spicy flavor is is more balanced. I would say it's not nearly as uh, aggressive in its flavoring, and uh, it's it's just tastier to me. So Jin Ramyun, I would actually I enjoy and occasionally, and by occasionally I mean like once every like two to three months, not that often. Uh, I'll crave uh, Jin Nam-myun. So, jin ramyun. Like, if if you're craving like, you know, Korean stuff, uh, Korean instant noodles, jin ramyun. I, I would suggest jin ramyun. That's the way to go. Uh, not shin ramyun. Shin ramyun, everyone everyone eats in Korea, but jin ramyun, man, that's that's better. Okay. So that is my official endorsement for jin ramyun. Third, third. Uh, Ramen. Now we're moving into the Japanese stuff, which for me is like the OG that's for me like that's like the the real real deal um, Now we're talking about ramen. Okay, so here we go. We are going to hit up Sapporo Ichiban Sapporo Ichiban And let me bring this up we're on Google just so I can have a frame of reference the thing is like if I didn't If I did any if I put the burden on myself to do any research, then I would just never do this podcast um, Anyway, okay, Sapporo Ichiban, this is the stuff I grew up with. Uh, it's, uh, it's, so it's been in America for at least 30 plus years. So you, should, you will definitely find it in any, any Asian market, certainly any Korean market, because a lot of Koreans like this too. It's known for its red packaging. Go figure. I just realized all of these ramens have uh, different colors. Um, get the original flavor. I think it's miso. I think it's miso-based. Miso is, um, for those of you who don't know, miso is a fermented bean. And whenever I, whenever you translate a lot of Asian foods into English, they sound really gross and weird. At least to me, they do. But miso is awesome. If you ever had miso soup when you're... Uh, most, most Americans usually eat miso soup when they're eating, like, sushi or you know they go to a japanese restaurant and they have like this the crappy uh just the lowest quality miso soup that's miso but miso can get really good and really savory um but it's fermented bean paste and then they mix it and and they do stuff with it Um, better miso soups will will have a lot more ingredients Um, I've had some miso soup that had a lot of like little clams and and little little shellfish along with a lot of other stuff that it was just like it blew me away uh, in in Osaka so miso can get really high really elevated without being pricey but the, the stuff that you usually get at certainly at Japanese restaurants in America is usually like the cheapest quality you know they just throw in some miso paste and mix it with water and you're pretty much done Maybe they'll throw in some tofu and some um, kombu, some uh, seaweed, and that's pretty much it. But it can get much, much better than that. Anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, Sapporo Ichiban, the original flavor, red packaging. Uh, This stuff is really good. Um, I mean, uh, again, I I am biased because I grew up with it. One unique way to eat this, I've actually never done this with jinnanmen or shin ramen. I've only done this with Sapporo Ichiban, Um, is one way to eat this if you're too lazy or if you just wanna eat it in a different way is uh, you open the package, the, the red package, and inside the red package, there's a gray, a silver seasoning packet that you're supposed to add after you cook the noodles, right? But if you don't want to, like, cook the noodles and you just want a dry snack, what you could do is you take out the gray, the silver package, the little pouch, and then you crinkle up the top and then you crush it. You crush it um, so that the the noodles get into these little pieces. And then you open up the packet and then you toss it into the, the red bag, right, with all the crushed, dry ramen noodles and then close crunch it up again with your with your hand and then just shake it so that the seasoning coats all the noodles. And bam you have a ramen flavored snack right there in in 15 seconds. Now I did see David Chang talk about this on an episode of Mind of a Chef but he is by no means the only person who's ever done this. I mean I did it 30 years ago when I was growing up. so that's just a thing that you can do. And actually in Korea they have a snack called Busha Busha. Where they simulate that whole experience, where it is actually literally, um, it's more like a a snackified version of instant noodles, um, but it's meant to be broken up and then have your uh, your seasoning packet tossed in with it. Uh, it's meant to do that, at, and you're not you're not supposed to cook it. It's not ramen, but it's like in the shape of ramen. So it, that is definitely an Asian thing where where you do that. And I would suggest Sapporo Ichiban. I don't know why I've never heard of anyone doing it with, with um, Shin Lamin or Jinramyeon, but with Sapporo Ichiban, definitely a way to go. Uh, I will talk about at the end, by the way, how to prepare uh, instant ramen if this is your first time. Um, we know when I'm doing these podcasts, I keep forgetting like who my audience is because I'm primarily talking to myself, right? I'm, well, I'm literally talking to a camera. But in my mind, I'm talking to myself, but at the same time, some of these podcast ideas are coming from my conversations with coworkers workers or other people uh, who don't have experience with Asian culture. And, and, and so, for example, I recorded a podcast two weeks ago where I was describing how to eat sushi properly. And the reason why I recorded the episode is because I, was, I saw my coworkers. Eating sushi in a in the wrong way, and I'll just say it is the wrong way. I mean, it is it is they were eating it in a way that it was not meant to be eaten. Okay, I'll say that. Um, so, reason why I mention that is because I keep forgetting who or what has experience or no, or no experience with instant ramen. So, you know, pardon me if my if my explanations are not exactly the most clear because I kind of switch between talking to myself versus talking to an imaginary audience who, you know, may not have experience with Asian cultures. All right. Should I put the links to like buy these products? I mean, I'm getting no revenue from this, but that might be, excuse me. That's gross. Uh, That might be helpful. Okay. Last one, my last final recommendation for this podcast episode. Uh, this is a ramen that I only discovered when I came back to America. I did not know about this, uh, this brand, and um, I was kind of blown away by it. And I was so blown away that I consistently have this stocked in my home which is, you know, like Sapporo Ichiban. I grew up with it. I enjoy it. I think it's a good instant ramen. I don't have it at home, and I don't plan on buying it in the near future. I would eat it if someone gave it to me, but I have no plans at all. Zero plans to buy Sapporo Ichiban uh, for myself. But I do have and will continue to buy. I actually need to restock on my last suggestion, which is Nisen Rao. And as you can see, Uh, this is known by it's black and green packaging. Uh, my, my audio recorder is down to one bar, so like I'm gonna be glancing down at it. Uh, anyway, Nisen Rao says right there, ramen noodle soup. Um, pretty easy directions. Um, if this is, so, Sapporo Ichiban is miso flavored. Uh, This is tonkotsu flavored. Meaning uh, pork bone broth. There's like dust here. Sorry. Okay, uh, pork bone broth. I'm gonna throw a picture on my in- from my Instagram or uh, that I took. It. Lo- I mean the picture I took. It looks like it could be from a restaurant, but it was just in my kitchen. Um. After my wife made me samnesan Rao. This is by far the savoriest ramen, uh, instant ramen I've ever had. I would say this ramen brings 80% of the experience of a really good ramen. I would say it's, if you can imagine like the perfect ramen being at 100%, like, oh, also oh, savory and and especially the donkotsu, the, the pork bone broth, they like roast the crap out of these pork bones and then they, um, to get this really good caramelization and then they stew them forever and they add all these other ingredients. It's a really intensive process. Um, I think it's the most intensive process compared to most of the other types of ramen, um, and it's you know a lot of places don't even do tonkotsu ramen because it takes so much preparation. Um, this instant ramen will bring eighty percent of the flavor, okay, just by itself without doing any sort of additional. I'm put this right in front of my computer. It's right there. All right. Uh, this this ramen will bring 80% of the experience of a really good ramen, okay? Um, strongly recommend it. It's just as easy to make as Shin Ramen, Jin Ramen, Sapori, Jiban. Except this will like... It is heavy. It is heavy. Um, but, you know, the, the good thing is just add water. more ha- Add more hot water if it's too salty for you. Nisen Rao is my recommendation for the best instant ramen that you can find. Uh, I'm sure there are others, but that is my experience. Now, uh, I spent the least amount of time on my favorite ramen, I don't know why, but let me get into how you can prepare instant ramen. So obviously you boil the noodles. Uh, Usually the, the thing is you boil the noodles and then you add the soup mix and then you're done. And that is it. But if you have any experience with instant ramen noodles, uh, you probably know to add at least one key ingredient that will transform the experience, and that is an egg. Got to add an egg to your, to your ramen, guys. Okay? Add your egg to the ramen at the end of the cooking process. If you don't want it too, uh, too raw, then cook it you know, a few minutes before you turn off the, the gas, turn off the heat, so that everything gets cooked a little bit. But for me, I like to add the egg right after I have turned off the heat so that the egg whites get a little cooked, but they're still a little raw and the egg yolk stays raw as heck. Okay, uh, And that way, when you mix in the egg yolk with the broth, it becomes like this luxurious, fatty, buttery, even though there's no butter in there, don't add butter to your ramen, uh, very luxurious, ugh, luxurious experience. Um, add an egg to your instant ramen, boom. I, so, I told you that this package by itself will bring 80% of the experience. Adding an egg will bring like 7 to 8% of the experience, bringing it up to like 87, 88. It's your, you're getting there. You're getting there. Um, and then one more tip, uh, a, couple things, a couple other things you can add. And again, I'll show this picture from my Instagram uh, of the ramen that my wife made, not me, um, is you add minced raw garlic, okay? Get a garlic press, plop it out, throw it in there. It adds a lot more flavor, another layer of flavor. Um, it's very, very common uh, in, in ramen shops in Japan. It's actually kind of basic, to be honest, uh, to find uh, raw garlic presses at ramen shops in Japan and Korea. You add raw garlic to your instant ramen that's another five percent right there. You add some sesame seeds sprinkling on top. You maybe add some green onions. I mean, you're you're getting you're you're adding layers of complexity um, to this instant noodle dish, and it's you know you'll max out like ninety five percent. You know what I mean? But it'll be really really freaking good. And I would choose this Nisen Rao Ramen over. Just about every ramen I've had in Chicago so far, I've I've been to I've had ramen at like five or six different places, and these are like well known places. I still have to go to one more. I still have to go to Wasabi on Milwaukee Avenue. Uh, I still haven't been there, but all the other ramen places, they are most of them most of them are way worse than Nissan Rao. Like just straight up worse. Than than this instant ramen package. Okay, so I strongly recommend this a um, Few last quick things Different types of ramen. I mean you can look it up um, This is this is more of like a straightforward direct thing I mean, I'm not gonna talk about ramen period because then you know you get into like different types of ramen like soy ramen shio or miso or tonkotsu, or my favorite type, which is sukiyaki, which is a whole other ball game where you have your noodle, your noodles, and then your soup base separate, and then you dip the noodles into the soup base and you slurp it. It's like soba meets ramen is sukeimin. Um You know, I'm not going to really talk about that because I'm going to stick to instant ramen. Um, that is my episode for today for instant ramen. Can't go wrong. Jin Ramen, Sapporo Ichiban, or Nisen Rao. Hit up any of those. Dress it up with an egg. Uh, maybe some minced garlic and whatever the heck you will, else you want. And enjoy. I hope this has helped you. I hope you get some good eats out of this. And stay hungry. No, no, my tag is stay hungry at the end. First, I got to do my shout-outs, right? Okay. So uh, as always, you can find me on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Instagram, I'm at PeterBBKim, on Instagram, PeterBBKim, and the links will be in the show description. Uh, You can check out my website, which is PeterBKim.com, or you can email me at allthingsfoodpodcast at gmail.com. I would really love to hear from my listeners um, suggestions for different shows, um, or if any of my recommendations have helped you, have affected your eating habits, have made you or helped you appreciate food in a different way, um, that's really the goal, uh, is to share my passion for food, to educate people on my experiences, and from what, you know, the limited base that I know. Um, I would love to hear from you guys. Send me a link. Not a link. Don't send me a link. Don't send me a link. I'm not going to click on them. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm really, it's, I'm really rusty. So that's my... And tag so thanks for listening thanks for watching and until next time stay hungry.